Welcome back to another episode of Blockcast. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your Chief Financial Coconut. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm the founder and CEO of Blockhead. And this is Timothy Mazier, um, managing editor at Blockhead. Hosebo, Wesley is back here. <laughs> hey, I wanted to use your Hosebo. Oh, it's my the own opening. Right. So, but anyway, we are in the same space together. Hey, it's been a while, uh. It's been a while since we are in the physical same space together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how? different today. Blockhead's office. Uh. Yeah, today is Blockhead's office. Right. So if the audio quality not so good, not my tai chi. People have said that, like, it's okay. That's, it's quite echoing. <laughs> it's not built for that. Okay, we will build it. We will build it. But yeah, a lot of happenings uh, right here, you know, this week and in the in the crypto space. I think quite a lot of crazy things. You know, we had a hard time picking news. And right? there's so many, so many things to talk about. They're like, hey, so what you want to talk about? There's so many stuff. But it, it's nice that we're not talking about the SEC or oh, yeah. about markets and Bitcoin prices today. Yeah, enough, enough, enough. Right? We, we always, it's like the SEC is, is, is causing us a lot of problems. I mean, it's, it's all over the news on our website. Like you can go there and read that, but we'll talk about something else today. Great. Love the shameless plug. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah let's roll with the, the first story. Who wants to take the first story today? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll introduce the first story. It's about OpenSea um, that has stopped the trading of Ether.fi's staked Ether NFTs. So this is a bit of background. Ether.fi is a company that provides NFT representations of every validator generated for Ethereum stakers. They recently launched a, quite a successful NFT collection backed by staked ETH. But OpenSea disabled the collection and said that it doesn't allow NFT collections that carry out any financial activity subject to registration or licensing. Essentially, this is the this is us not talking about SEC, but talking about SEC. Right? <laughs> both. Not, I mean, they're not the subject. <laughs> okay. I, I was just drawn to the headline like, you know, uh, unlicensed casino. It's the kind of thing I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's right. So Why is uh, it unlicensed casino? So, well, this is just the opinion of EtherFi's CEO, right? So this guy, Mike Siligadze, he criticized OpenSea and uh, shot back at them calling the marketplace an unlicensed casino. On what basis? I think he was just sour. Yeah. There, yeah. there wasn't really much. Uh, there is just basis no basis for that, that shit. Yeah. It's okay. just that, you know, it's like a quote that obviously got our attention. Okay. So, um, crypto world only basis, is it? And then, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, la, no, I mean, he's arguing that the decision is inconsistent because of OpenSea's history of allowing the trading of other NFTs that could be considered speculative or gambling. Oh, but fair. I mean, we all know, you, you know this when you, yeah. when, when you get yeah. into the space, right? The thing that is cool about this is that like, it's been a while since we had a nice, you know, sub-optimism around the NFT space, mm. right? And then here we have, um, you know, collection that was essentially, you know, by all measures, wildly successful. I mean, they minted 3,000 NFTs in a day, right? With over like, I think 6,200 uh, ETH state. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, within a day, all the other things just, just completely vanished because of this. Shit. You know, so, I mean, it, it was like optimistic, then like, you know, what the f***? And then like, you know, that here we are. <laughs> Essentially. The, the, this thing about having your collections listed and then disappearing a day or two after, it happens quite frequently, right? Uh, I think they need to have platform governance, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is their way of platform governance. It's just whether the rules apply the same or not. Wait, in what sense is this? Like, isn't this like a like a rug pull huh? from the platform? I mean, you won't. Yeah, I mean that's what. But I mean, you won't call it a rug pull because yeah. this is the platform's move. Yeah, la. the yeah, platform yeah. itself, right? I mean, yeah, like like, like there is like truly permissionless platform that uh you can still find this NFT. 
the issue that I have is just really like, or rather what, what this whole thing revolves around is there's open seas dominance in this space for the longest time. And there've been a few, I think, challenges to this, right? I think that previously we talked about, what was that? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name of Magic. That. No, uh, no, no, it wasn't Magic. Uh, it, was, it wasn't Magic either. It was something else. Blur? Blur, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I wonder how they're doing, man, Blur. Like, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. But they, of course, their volume... It's just farming, right? Yeah, there are still a lot of uh, farmers farming their mm. volume uh, because of their incentive. Just, just to kind of refresh my old memory again, right? I think Blur wanted to, but they, they were, they were going to introduce something that was fairly competitive, right? That OpenSea wanted to try and match as well. I think was it something to do with the fees or like the uh, oh, the royalties fees? Oh, zero royalties yeah, for creators. You can set yeah. it for zero. Yeah. So, uh, Blur for those who don't know, they are also a marketplace. It's just that their selling points, they are built for professional NFT traders. You can submit bids. Uh, so you go to the website and the website is built like a trading platform rather than like what they say, uh, like OpenSea is more like uh, e-commerce, right? You go there, all the pictures, then you Chapala, choose huh? and then you, yeah. you like this picture, you put into your cart, then mm. you check out, right? But Blur, when you go in, they have this graph where you can see all the bids, where all the bids are and all, then let you set like zero royalties. Of course, they also have a airdrop right now for their blur tokens as an incentive. So that was why they are able to command a lot of volume when they first came out, right? And so after they had their first airdrop, people are still farming for this. But they did innovate the space. Because of them, right, OpenSea released OpenSea Pro, yeah. which is sort of like their platform where, you know, it's like for the pro traders. Yeah. So I, I think blur, it's not bad. They, they create a change. They force the leader to do something. Yeah. I wonder whether like the people who are currently in space at the moment who are trading NFTs, right? Like, like, like what, what is the pro community like? You know, because I mean, most people that I meet regularly nowadays, I mean, they're, they're casually involved still. But like, yeah. you know, like pro traders, the, the right? Pro traders are just the farmers. Like? Fractional farmers, right? yeah. participation. I mean, you, you imagine that like, you know, it, it would be, you know, the, the community would have shrunk ever since last year. No. I'm sure it has shrunk. Right? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, but I guess back on the topic at hand, right? So like, uh, I think a lot of this just stems from the fact that, you know, it, it feels like OpenSea can pretty much just do whatever it wants, right? Because it's the first function of being the platform that you need to list your collection on, right? Yeah, I mean, it's problematic when the marketplace can halt trading on whatever without, yeah, yeah. without quite, any prior notice. problem. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that is very cool. It further kind of disrupts the confidence of, of this kind of stuff. Yeah, which is not very... Uh, which is already not yet. in a yeah. solid place. <laughs> People are really shaking. <laughs> then you do some stupid things, right? So, so the 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 base product, which is the ETH, is is still um, floating around in terms of SEC decisions. So, yeah, interesting. But yeah, interesting. The end, this is what people want, you know. Like you know, that, that, that's what that's what the community wants, right? It doesn't mean governance will give it to you. Yeah, so right, right. It doesn't so mean you, you can, you can you have want. all you want, right? Right, but it doesn't always come to you. And I think it's about being smart and not just about being what you want. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's what are, are there any alternatives to to OpenSea then for such projects? Right. There are like looks rare. Oh uh, yeah, minted network. Mm. I think Blur can also list it there. Yeah. So these are the few. <laughs> I think there are a lot of uh, smaller marketplaces out there for sure. But are there people using them or not? Because uh, as in like, are there enough liquidity using them compared to like, important. yeah, important. Open, open C? Because if you are on Open C, there are more eyes on you and uh, for sure, yeah, liquidity. And, but yeah. if you are on somewhere else, everyone want to list in the big markets because yeah, the valuations yeah. are better. 
Right. And, yeah. and you know, we know, we all know like a big part of this NFT story really is also marketing and you know narrative. Yeah, it's true. Right. I've been waiting for my NFT collection right. to drop. Right. What's my team doing? Say, so, hey, must work harder, right? Yeah. <laughs> which I guess segues very nicely to the second story, right? Which is like you know the next viral trend, right, in the space. You know, I give you five points for a great segue. Go. <laughs> no, I mean like if you if you think about like most of the stories that come out from this space, it really is all about you know, something is happening in the Twitter space, some drama that's being built up, right? Or some dispute. And then like, you know, the community just, com- just comes together and then, you know, that, that hype just kind of builds from there, right? It's like the textbook thing, but like it has to be created organically. It's very hard to kind of like, you know, like manufacture that kind of thing, right? So the most recent one is, uh, I'm not sure how you would pronounce something like this. Uh, it's uh, it's regarding the open edition NFTs. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's Opepen. Because, it's, Opepen. because it deals with Pepe, you know. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Right, 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 right. So it's Ope Pen, right? Yeah. I, I mean, of course, I was looking at it. I was like, is it OP Pen? Ope Pen? I mean, like you know, for like our list. What, that was your era, bro. Yeah, man. OP Pen is, is like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's okay. Go for it. But go it, for okay, it, guys. I mean, it's spelled like O P E P E N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's just like two letters away from like open P. Dude. Sorry. 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 Sponsor. Sponsor at the door. Gonna cancel. Right. Right. So anyway, yeah. So it's this is about the Ope Pen edition NFT right and uh, so essentially the story here is that so this involves several several pretty prominent actors here right so the first one being Pepe um, Pepe Don't right forget. Pepe right uh, Open Pen Editions is an ETH NFT series from digital artist Jack Butcher right so basically seen significant interest and value um, due to a viral trend on crypto Twitter, right? And what this viral trend was about, this collection was originally minted free and includes like 16,000 NFTs, right? Uh, has seen its floor price right, surge to new all-time highs of 0.9 ETH, which is almost one, right? So the reason for this price surge was essentially a feud, right? Between two heavyweights in the crypto field, so two, two crypto influencers, right? Uh, the first one being a collector known as Bored Elon. For you guys who are old enough to remember this Twitter page called Bored Elon Musk, it's actually pretty funny. You guys go check it out. Yeah. So he was the largest holder, right? He had 725 OpenPen NFTs. Um, and then, so he offered this other like, you know, like uh, crypto Twitter heavyweight on, right? Uh, called Thread Guy, right? Um, essentially the first OpenPen NFT. So it's 001, right? Oh shit, that's right. quite cool. In exchange for his Newton 8 PFP, right? Uh, which was valued at that point in time, I think 40,000 US, right? So so the thing about this, I mean, if you guys, I'm sure you guys, you know, uh, if you've been following the space, you know, PFPs, especially like the certain collections, like your, your Mutant Apes, right? They become really synonymous with your online digital identity. So it's, it's really, you know, the value of that to someone cannot be overstated. Okay, so the deal here was that uh, he was supposed to exchange the first OpenPen NFT for Threat Guy's Mutant Ape. PFP. Basically, he called yeah. a floor price, or, you know, not a floor, but he established a value on an open edition pre-mint NFT. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which was 40k yeah. at the yeah. point in time. Yes, he called for the three. Yeah. yeah. Right, so Threadgar, obviously, like, you know, he didn't accept the deal, but, you know, the idea of him changing his, like, you know, his long-time PFP was the subject of, like, a lot of conversation on, like, uh, through a web three, like, right? So, in the center of this argument, it, it caught the attention of Jack Butcher, right? So, it's the artist that I mentioned at the start of the, you know, of the segment, who created a custom open pen image for Threat Guy, right? So then this prompted Threat Guy to change his PFP. Right. So it's essentially like, you know, like this just to kind of like backtrack a little bit, right? There's a deal for like, you know, the first open pen NFT in exchange for the mutant PFP, right? Of Threat Guys. Mm. But he said no. So like the artist then created a custom one for him and then he changed his PFP. And just saying I love how profile pick is like PFP. But yeah. anyway, yeah, please. <laughs> I mean it's just easier to kind of say, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, go, you know? go, so go. like you know, this this basically started an NFT frenzy across crypto Twitter and then copycats started popping up. And then so the artist, you know, James Butcher decided to, to essentially capitalize on the hype by launching a tokenized version of the custom PFP that he made for Threat Guy. Whoa. 
Mm. Okay? Called Opipen Threadition. <laughs> Threadition. <laughs> so, so then this minted at about 0.001 ETH, which is about 2 USD each, I think, right? Uh, at that point in time. And then all proceeds from the sale were essentially allocated back to Thread Guy as a thank you for his contributions to the Web3 community. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it is a bit heartwarming, kind of like, I guess, it'll, in a way, like, to see how this kind of transpired, you know? But I think more interestingly is, at the time of writing, right, OPEPEN has already amassed upwards of 716 ETH, which is 1.3 million of trade volume across 677 sales. Like, like it was a free thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, like, like we, we, we've talked about Goblin Town many times in the past. Mm, like, mm. I mean, it just shows that, you know, like, the community or the culture surrounding it, it just shows it's they need more a, important than, than yeah. It just shows they need a coconut in the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. So <laughs> we need to launch something. Right. True. True. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, like like you're road, not very convinced. Road, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna say roadmap, utility, all that. Not yeah. so important. Culture is key. Yeah, but yeah. okay. You guys can't forget that first of all, Thread Guy really like you know he's been a consistent contributor on the Twitter space. Like, so he's got a huge following, and this is not something that can actually be manufactured, like, In my opinion, so there, there is there is always that you know to think about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, yeah. But, but, power cannot be denied. But I do agree with that point that it's yeah. not about utility. It's really yeah. about the community, the identity, the culture, yeah. and the hype mm. where people come together around it, right? Then mm. ta-da. Yeah. No, no, but what? Yeah, so I was about to say what. What's curious to me is that you know, open edition means like at least for this one, open pen. Open, 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 There were sixteen thousand minted, right? <laughs> Control. <laughs> open edition all supposed to be the same lah, right? But then mm. they also want to use like, oh, this is the first of the open edition that was minted. So you're, you're there's still a a number to it, you know. So it's not exactly... So it's not exactly yeah, uh, the if, same. If you can have a 001 of an open edition, then, I mean, now... Yeah, it's, it's not fungible, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Boss Lee's take, I want to hear. I, so I never really follow a... this news, but I just feel that it's uh, hype right now. Yeah. The, the floor price will come down. But it's still... Uh, and I agree... That is possible for uh, how much was the initial mean? Even for free, it was free. Oh, it's free. So it's possible for like a free thing to go into such prices. I mean, you just it's think about now possible. the numbers, right? Uh, the open pen edition is uh this point amassed about seven hundred and sixteen ETH in trade volume. Wow, uh, which is like one point three seven million US. Mm. And the creator's earning is 0.5% of it. Uh. So... I mean, it's quite impressive uh, if you guys think about, you know, it's what I mean, I like generated. this model of free mints. Mm. Yeah. Mm. In what sense? I mean, and then just the creator takes the cut. Uh. Yeah. As compared to? As compared to, you know, like whatever marquee collection, there's a lot of marketing and hype around it mm. that charges one or more ETH for, for PFP. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. NFT has this... Uh, ability to rally the crowd together because it's like uh, everyone owns uh, one of it they mm. come together in a discord and can talk about it it's like you have ownership uh. so the community is very important but a large part of this I, I feel there, there are also a lot of degens uh. so, oh, sure. so right now they are hyping sure. it up then uh, the, the fall price will come down but coming sure. from zero right so it's, it's still very impressive and uh Having the creator's earning is also good for the creator. Uh, then you can keep coming. So what's the life like cycle then? If let's say, okay, so now it started from zero, right? And then now for some reason it has become like it's the there's a price now, right? Yeah. yeah so so there's the, a pump, right? So yeah. so then what is the after life cycle? If let's say like because I think for a lot of people, if they are if they are parked into it, right? Yeah. Then they definitely want it to continue to kind of move at least laterally or further up, right? They will want to believe, yeah. believe that yeah, this they will believe, always, they believe. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then what 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 are the signs to show that you know it can actually keep moving or is it just gonna come down? So there's no proper business model for NFT collections yet. So I, I don't talk about this open pen because I don't really clear. But if you take a look at uh, example, right? Uh, BAYC, wow, the, the, the gold standard, right? They keep coming out with secondary correction. You have BAYC, then I drop you. MAYC, then I drop you. No, they want to inject what serum into your goddamn yeah, thing and turn into this thing. And then they sell you serum like, so you can like, uh, make God, your dude. MAYC <laughs> I can think of other things you can inject, la, but you know, like, I, I, I think that this is not, right like now, I said, I control the, myself. <laughs> right now, the, the model is keep producing new products, but selling to existing audience. Uh, 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 that, uh. that is a problem. So the cycle is, uh, I feel that they will keep coming out with new things and uh, just to keep the hype. But there's no new audience coming in. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. Uh, sometimes free, might be a good solution uh, to like bring a new ground, audience. Right? Yeah, 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 because yeah. Uh, so maybe the next thing that they come out with right, could be something 50% free, 50% is given to existing audience. Hopefully the 50% free can onboard new mm. audience because if there's no new audience, yeah, the collector no, pool doesn't grow. Yeah. The apex is only that big. Only, right? that, it's a standard a, collector business okay. structure. But I have, I, have, I, have mm. a, I don't know, I don't know, what, I don't know whether this is an alternative view or what, la, you know, but I feel as if like... You need to launch a card game, is it? No, yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I, I think that the idea of actually trying to find utility or value in this space, right, is a bit warped in the sense that, like, maybe they should just stop trying to do that. Because if you think about what is the value chain here, let's say, like, I am an NFT holder or I decide to kind of, like, mint this, right, is the fact that I get to participate in the story and the culture. Hmm. It's like something is happening online and I actually have a real, like, I am part of what's like, I'm part of the narrative. Fair, you know, fair. You know uh, maybe about a, a few years ago, I would challenge you very hard on like, this is dumb, right? But after a while, <laughs> I was like, I get it. But it's that, like, that is a utility in itself. Correct. Right? Correct. The, right. the ability to be part of a part community, of community, to show that, hey, we got the same, you know, like monkey here, right? Yeah, so, but it's also... Not just the, whatever uh, it is, but it's <laughs> minted, like, you know, it's like, you know, like that virality that was happening at that point in time, right? Mm. You were actually taking part in that shit, yeah, right? And then you yeah. came, came away with something to show for it. Yeah. Right? So like that, is something that's actually very unique to this space. Yeah. I will have to admit, because and it, like, yeah, yeah, it's it like participation in kind of like online culture that you can't yeah, get yeah, anywhere yeah. else. It's, it's very interesting. I agree, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But that part, right, yeah. cannot make the price go up. Yeah. The line of the question comes back to yeah. whether the, true, true. the prices will, will be sticky. And because now it's already past the hype, right? So a lot of our listeners, if they're already in, they're in. No, but this is right? why the, the new additions that come out, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know, like, are probably should be seen in that light. Like, because yeah. it's just the creators trying to kind of come up with new narratives and stories for people to, you know. So in other words, nobody has successfully kind of tied through this hype. No no collection has... BYC? BYC they, keep coming, uh, they have games and all. But uh, the Party Penguin is the, taking a different route. That, that, yeah. that route is also trying to build a decent business model. Uh. So what they did, they go for the toy route. Mm. Actually, that one also quite smart. But I'm not exactly a toy collector. Uh. Maybe some of you yeah, are. Our producer but is... They, uh, they have proven that, at least from the tweet I saw, when they released the Party Penguin toys on Amazon... It's sold about 500k mm. a worth. And right now, all their products... So there's this bear, very expensive one. What do you call it? Bear brick. Yeah, yeah. So they're going down this route, right? They're also uh, introducing uh, figurines uh, on Amazon. And immediately sold out, like 200 pieces, limited edition. Mm. They sold out. Yeah. And uh, they pass some of these royalties back to the yeah. uh, holders. It's a right? then, then, yeah. then this is able to bring in new users, right? New liquidity not coming from all crypto. It's like 
Amazon retail buyer yeah, buying yeah, new yeah, things, yeah, then yeah. the channel back to holders. This is a business model. I get it. I get Not it. Not keep producing secondary collection. Right? Yeah, I sell yeah, you dog, yeah. I sell you frog, I sell you I don't know what. <laughs> Animal farms. <laughs> <laughs> the whole animal farm sorry to you then after that same same uh, pool audience I mean we are all creative I'm sure they have ways to eventually seek out to new 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 people like yeah, it just takes yeah, time yeah. to explore the model yeah, yeah, yeah party penguin not bad interesting interesting yeah. yeah yeah soon soon we'll have our own on, on toy yeah, so we will we will, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I must say enough time that I will commit to it where, where's the bully believer t-shirt coming that's a good one maybe she totally yeah. get on that she totally the the bully, 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 I think yeah. the is very funny yeah. Yeah. so if you want the believer you come to our socials and say I want the believer t-shirt and then we will print it okay and the believer open edition yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Can, one can. design right yeah one yeah, design yeah. Yeah. <laughs> idea we, idea we do have a a, a store a merch page on, on, on Lockheed but you don't have believer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Have so you come there. to our socials yeah. and say that you want the believer, right? And then if there are enough people, then we will actually do it. <laughs> That'd be quite cool. Start selling merch already. Yeah. yeah. O- always to. have love, but yeah, it's just it's just there in the background. Oh. <laughs> okay, then uh the impromptu segue to if CC. Minus five points, you're not good oh. enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not as level up, right? Yeah. His segue yeah. is damn solid, right? But, but now, okay, we segue to the third story. You segue then, I'll continue the story. It's fine. He already does his job. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, uh, yeah, all these NFT stories, man, I, read, I don't really, it's just so hard to kind of like, you know, like really kind of keep up the space. I'm not sure what is uh, coming up next, you know? So like, uh, as... <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you spew, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, it kind of, question, kind of makes you question, like, so, like, after this, like, you know, like, with what's happening at, uh, you know, like, with, uh, you know, Etherfy and Opepen, right? Like, what are the next developments, you know, that we are, that we might not be aware of, right? The stuff that is currently under the current, you know, about to become viral, you know. Oh, uh, about, about to become right. viral, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, then we will segue into IFCC. <laughs> so, in Paris, there's a Ethereum conference ongoing. <laughs> Uh, it's not exactly news per se, but some of the new, uh, most of the protocol projects, there are large-scale projects, they will take this opportunity to release new products. So we'll be talking about some of the new products that are uh, released. So a, a few that caught my eye, I think number one is uh, Chainlink. Chainlink uh, introduced uh, CCIP. So before we get into why CCIP, we need to understand uh, Chainlink. So Chainlink itself is a pricing oracle. So to the public, most of us will treat them as a pricing oracle, but actually they provide a lot of uh, other services uh, like uh, randomize. So when you are minting an NFT, oh, back to the NFT again. So sometimes you cannot be truly random nice you need a, a, a like another smart contract to support you to do this so they have this third party thing that you can also use so chaining introduced ccip that allows a developer to easily do cross-chain uh, token uh, move so for example you are moving from arbitrum to avalanche or avalanche to ftm you can easily do that with uh, ccip you can think of it like a middleware so if i go into another explanation is they sort of like providing two routes so typically when you want to move a token from let's say Ethereum to uh, Avalanche, you need to use a bridge. Hmm. Um, so what they do is they allow you to do it natively. And uh, typically when you do it, the two routes are burn and min and lock and min. 
Mm. Right. So what that mean is that uh So this is well, the OG method. Or this is a new method that they so, are. No, these two are methods are built into their CCIP okay, so that you okay. can easily do it. Otherwise, uh it takes a developer a lot of effort to to make sure that everything is safe and secure. Basically it's a middleware, make it easy. The other product is Uniswap X. Like Uniswap X is a new product by Uniswap, not Uniswap 4. So Uniswap X actually uh enables so you can think of Uniswap X like uh, aggregators of all aggregators. So it's going to be on beta. It's going to be opt-in front end. So there will be, you can think of third parties being fillers. They can come in and fill the liquidity. The goal is for the end users to have a low gas fee and also the low slippage at the best rates that they can get. Uh, so this is Uniswap X. So some of the people say that when Uniswap X release this, they are not actually the first. The mm. first, uh, there are two others that are doing uh, mm. separate of what Uniswap X is doing. One is CowSwap, right? CowSwap. Cow, cow, it's C-O-W, there's a meaning, but it became like CowSwap. Uh, <laughs> Bad so name. CowSwap is like the aggregator of all aggregators, right? Then there's another one that is one inch. They are the aggregators of all aggregators. So these two come together, it's sort of like Uniswap X. But they are not actually the first Uniswap X, lah. For, for them to do this. So people are like talking about it like because some people that don't know about these other two, they keep saying that like Uniswap X is like first to do this. First uh, they, doesn't mean best la, put it that way la, you know. Like, yeah, it, so it, actually it, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I think also. And, and another thing is some people might not know of CowSwap. Honestly, I didn't know of CowSwap. I read it before but I thought, oh, it's just another DEX. Oh, but actually within it, it's doing a lot of uh, improvement to the, the rates. How how does it work in terms of, re- of like uh, reducing the rates? You know, like uh, not quite sure yet because I haven't fully read uh all the all the from, stuff. From what I understand, right, Uniswap X uses a Dutch auction method. Mm. Yeah, that's what's different, lah. So the Dutch auction basically the ask starts at a high price and it gradually lowers until it's been filled, lah. Yeah. You know, you guys realize there's always like you know, like when when they are when we need to kind of like put a label on certain terms, right? It's always Dutch something. <laughs> I don't care about the Dutch. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 we yeah, talk about it later. I don't care about the Dutch. Tell the <laughs> yeah. Dutch to just go and do their thing. Right? <laughs> no, but yeah, basically yeah. it's called Dutch auction because that's how, how they, they used to how they yeah, sell yeah. flowers. Yeah. To... Like, they, they start with a high asking yeah. price and it gradually goes until it's And, yeah. Yeah. Got it. and, yeah. and th- this in. is all automated. La. The com- there's a computerized algo. The market oh, makers yeah, will yeah, just kind of push it, right? Essentially, that's the idea. So the swappers, this from the Uniswap announcement, swappers submit their order to a network of fillers the fillers will then search their liquidity sources and then the one offering the best price wins. If the filler can't complete the trade, then the price drops until the next filler can. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So so I guess that, that's how they, in theory, would kind of achieve yeah, like lower gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how the other people do it. This sounds very like just how it should be done, right? Uh, same, same, but different. Uh, never really read. The other way is the... Everybody should no, like, open like bit down there and just... How one inch do it is just... Uh, and then we'll read into the specs on how they do okay. it. Yeah. I mean, I guess what, what is interesting or the reason why we're even talking about it now is because it's obviously yeah, Uniswap's a brand. It's like a very well-known brand in this space, right? Yeah. So like, you know, if you think about how... And I'd rather work on the unicorn than a cow. Sorry. 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 And I get scolded for my... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sit too close to you today. Uh. I cannot talk to you. <laughs> But okay, so so I, I think what, what maybe you should just backtrack a little bit and talk about uh, CCIP. 
Because CCIP, uh, CC5P is uh, it's like uh, the, the the chain link uh, yeah, middleware, right? So I, I'm just very curious to how like that model actually works. Like, is do, do they, I mean they charge a fee for that, right? That, that's... They, they charge a fee. Use the link. They are, right. they are token. Yeah, right. Link. Uh, so essentially, you have to kind of burn link to kind of like. Oh. So all this you have transaction fees, right? So right. you need to use link. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I, honestly, chain link, they, depending on how you see it, uh, they are quite important because they are, the, as the core, they are the pricing oracle for a lot of chain. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they are not the only one, but they are like OpenSea, right? They are the majority, but they also provide a lot of services. Their token link has not been a, in a good shape, lah. In what uh, sense? That means it's down only, you know, and not up only. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's like, I, not in a good shape. Nothing to do with utility. Know, just yeah. the price keep chala chala. This yeah. is just a classic uh, kind of example of just like, you know, they, 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 they perform a very important function. I mean, we, we everyone knows about the price oracle function already. Yes. Right? But then now you, you, you layer on things like the CCIP yeah. aspect, right? These are like, really targeted at developers yes. and like a certain part of the community, right? So like, I think that maybe they need a better job they need to do a better job in terms of just making this really like understandable or like kind of like the broader market, you know, like uh, even the casuals, uh, they, they, they should kind of like also understand their importance uh, to the oh, space. Yeah. Like, but a lot of midstream providers end up getting merged in. That's how all industries work, right? A lot of people in the middle, only industry will know them. Yeah. Like, true. You know, they true. never get and price true. discovered. Well, there's no price true. discovery in the middle. Yeah. So all these products that, uh, all these new stuff that Chainlink are providing, right? Eventually, uh, they will use their link tokens la, uh, mm. as part of the revenue generation. Now, in terms of whether like retail users need to know or not, I think all these are like behind the scene, right? So today you go to a lending protocol and you are able to, after you, let's say you borrow if and you are immediately on that same platform, don't need to go to a bridge. You are able to swap it to uh, an ETH on Avalanche. As a retail, you don't need to care yeah, whether is it using CCIP or in the future, Uniswap X also has cross-chain yeah. function, <laughs> right? You, we, we don't care. Yeah, we don't it's care a B2B whether, arrangement, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, I feel that Chainlink, in order to make their price go up, they need to know that products, uh, all these new products they are introducing actually provides value. Mm. And of course, the developers are on board. Uh, nobody uses no game. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh. Because uh, today, but I'm thinking that if you are a Chainlink holder, the Link token, uh, you should study into what they are building. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the, the Link has been languishing it for some time already, uh, I guess. Uh, even down only? No, down but only. Even, even, <laughs> even when it was up also, it wasn't like, you know, like, but anyway, I guess all relative. Uh. Maybe down only is uh, too aggressive. It's like, Sideline, like it's side been line. down. <laughs> down only a bit fierce, right? Yeah. It's been down. But I also don't understand. They are quite important, as in like chilling is itself, right? Because being a pricing oracle is quite. No, important. I really say right, it's yeah. the midstream problem, right? Yeah. It's like it's like the clearing houses, right? They are very important. Yeah. Do you care about clearing house? You don't, right? So yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how are you gonna how are you gonna fry up this perceived value of a clearing house, mm. right? It's like the law firm, right, in the middle of a property transaction. It's like okay, mm. they're important, but do you really care about them, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't really care about them. You care about the fees. Uh, you like care about the fees at the end, yeah. right? And so so it's it's really about the end tier markup, right? So if let's say you you transact with uh, any any platform that you actually interact with directly. And if they can have a markup, then the arbitrage or the difference with the link token at the back, then that gives it room for it to, you know, kind of move a little bit. But it still doesn't really fry up a certain kind of like value to it, in, in, in my view. La. It is very utility. So once again, today's 
episode is utility not important. Utility. Hey. <laughs> must exciting <laughs> more important, is it? Maybe <laughs> maybe they need to take a, uh, a maybe link, they uh, need a link NFT. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say that, yeah. so I wanna like hijack what you say. Yeah, maybe maybe they need like an yeah. open pen, pen, pen. <laughs> like you know like version of that like, okay, you know. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, let me go back to the story. <laughs> uh, not story, uh, but the new product. So we have the Chainlink CCIP, we have Uniswap X. We also have Lens V2. I think mm. Lens V2, this one is to you. Because I, I only know of Lens. I don't exactly know V2. What are the new releases? Well, okay. So, let, I mean, I, I thought Lens was interesting because like, I mean, a lot of talk about social fire over the past year, but nothing has really taken off uh. Lens was one of the bigger players, but even they haven't garnered much traction. Uh. Oh, by the way, Lens is by Aave. Mm. Yeah, Lens is by Aave. And by the way, Aave launched Stablecoin. Okay, we yeah. get to that. <laughs> oh, <okay>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so Lens, crypto-powered social media platform, right? And they just launched V2. But I mean, even the V1 wasn't open to the public. Public, yeah. yeah. So it's sort of like if you go conference, then you can get a username. Mm-hmm. So like they call it a handle. Yeah. Then you can access. So basically, Lens as a whole is a platform. And once you you can build, it's also for developers. So you can easily build uh, your the next Twitter, your next Facebook, your next IG, or even YouTube with it. So they support yeah. all the media. Uh, the only thing is that instead of... Uh, Sign up with Google, sign up with your email, sign up with this and that. You sign up with a wallet address. Mm. Right? And this wallet address, and they are built on Polygon. So it's cheap fees, right? So you cannot be like keep paying to do posts or tweets. But right now, you need to have a specific lens handle to use all the lens stuff, right? So today, if I'm a developer building a uh, something like Reddit on lens, but if you come to my site without a lens handle, you cannot use Right, you cannot interact. You need to have a lens handle. And right now, lens handle is not open to public, but it's available for sale. <laughs> well, because lens handle is an NFT. It's yeah. all available for sale on uh, OpenSea. Mm-hmm. Or oh, then never financial advice, not telling you how to go and buy the <laughs> handle. That's our other uh, t-shirt. Uh. Uh, there <laughs> are ways to get the free, there are ways to get the handle besides going to conference. I think online, if you find, definitely have. That means uh, you need to do some contribution and all this and that. But you can sell. You need the, to prove your, prove your worth. Proof of work. Proof of work. But okay, la, so basically, V2 makes it even more like Twitter. You can block other users on chain. There are a wider range of of monetization opportunities uh, that are being built into this V2. Um, I guess it's it's interesting because, you know, people are looking for alternatives to Twitter right Mm. now. Um, But you you have a lens handle, right, Tim? Yeah, I do. Do I have one? Maybe uh, you should should explain to the audience like how how you got the lens handle. You should should also do an article on it, like uh, about lens, lens protocol. Uh, will be interesting but yeah. I feel if we cannot cross the wallet problem mm. we can never get to social file what, what do you mean by the wallet problem you, you cannot even get a normal user <laughs> retail yeah. user to yeah. download a, right, right, a, right. a crypto wallet mm-hmm. then you can never get the lens handle yeah yeah. so the problem is not with how good their product are. they can have the best product mm-hmm. but new users don't know how to come in yeah because I mean, the, the, like, the like every the other web free project there's so many hoops that you gotta yeah you gotta figure out and then you go online you search for for like you know help or like how-to pages and then you get you encounter some scam yeah mm-hmm. that's it 
you're never going back to the space again. Yeah. That's why you're going to block, block head. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very smooth plug. Hey man, doing we, a good job. We, huh? we, we only asked the questions and never said anything about solutions, man. But yeah, back to your, your question. Yeah, I got the handle about a year ago. I played around with its various uh, plugins and functionalities. I mean, the interface is slick. Um, they got a, a video um, application that looks like YouTube, but better. But again, all, like it's Twitter-like page and, and, and this uh, lens video, like it's still limited by the, the contributors. Uh, and mm. it, because it's not been public, the content is quite thin. Uh, and, uh, I haven't really gone back to it. Maybe I just checked it out every couple of months just to see if there are any updates. Maybe, maybe yeah. they need to buy a big person hey, But this inside. is permissionless. Uh, so you can see that uh, our team has one handle, but he goes to different projects and everyone is using that same handle. So what they are driving is that, you know, it's not like, oh, you have an IG account, but you cannot bring that IG audience or that IG uh, ID over to your TikTok, right? Because they don't talk, right? Mm -hmm. But once you build on <laughs> they just take lens, every, everything is the same. You can even have your audience on different platform, but you can uh, maybe build your own uh, email uh, messaging tool on chain and uh, talk to them. Like, it's yours. Uh, the content is for you yeah. to own. It's like, a, it's like a G Suite for like, you know, uh, they, social. Uh. They need uh, everything <laughs> yeah. there. They need yeah. a, I don't know, a weekly Taylor Swift concert or something. Weekly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, need, they need to cross the, I, I feel this space, social five space, need to cross the wallet problem. Yeah, so they need yeah. to sponsor Swifties. Swifties. <laughs> Everyone get a wallet. <laughs> if, if you want to get a Swiftie ticket, you should download the app, <laughs> right? And then you, you cross through the different tiers, right? And you are strong enough, right? Right, so I, I think... <laughs> Right, they need they need a Swifty podcast, right, on the lens. But you know, this is why I mean I I hate to kind of like bring this up, lah. But this is also why I feel like you know some things like CBDCs, for example, right, are actually fundamentally game changing in certain ways. Not just on a, on a government level, because if you think about it, right, like if let's just say there was like government mandated created digital money, right, that you needed as a citizen to download or install, you know, a Web three wallet for, right, bam, wallet problem solved. Yeah, you know. Like, like something has to come from that level down. And then like, say what you want about that portion of the industry, right? But that's how you kind of drive adoption on that, on that crazy it's true, scale. It's true, it's true. Oh, it's like all the kids yeah. after they born, everyone get a yeah. POSB. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. It's, it's, it's true, it's true. Right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. most people, I mean, like, I care about it's true. It's not, it's, the thing is, it's not, it's goddamn easy kind of download a wallet, to, to install a wallet. It's like almost like a, Installing a Chrome extension, you know, yeah, two clicks yeah. are done already. Yeah. The, the thing is that people have no push to actually do it. I know. It's yeah. like wireless and SG. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I never use QR codes until like freaking I had to kind of like log in using same exactly. pass. You know, then, yeah. then after that, from then on, every restaurant that you went to, okay, you know, all have, so yeah. a lot of them like have QR codes as menus. So, you know who we need? We need Shamugan, Tama on the show, right? We yeah. get them. No, but I mean, like, about uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so that, that, that's my perspective. Like, you know, people say like, you know, okay, this is like, you know, like anti-blockchain ethos, you know, for government to control it. But I feel like if once that happens, right, then there's that aspect of like Web3 development, right? Social Fi being an example. They will accelerate. Yeah. It's true. This one is yeah. true. It's true. The, but both are equally true. Yeah. Both right. are true. Yeah. Both are true. true, true yeah, yeah. Both yeah, are true. Yeah. Cool. So I think that's it for today. Uh, we've gone through a lot of stuff. Actually, even the, the, the many new products, they could all become an episode on their own. Right? Yeah. So there's so much to discuss. If you have any particular new thing that you observe and you would like us to talk a little bit more about it, you can always write in to us right? and then we can take it from there. Most importantly, come to our socials and let us know if you want the Bolivar shirt. Lah. I think that's the, <laughs> that's the most important plug for today. Right? <laughs> so that's it for Blogcast today. We'll see, well, you, see you next all. week. Bye-bye. 
Hey Coconuts, so yes, uh, I hope you enjoy this new show that we're building together with the team at Blockhead and uh, the goal is very clear, right? We're not here to shield any token or be a cheerleader for any project but we feel that there's a lot of development that's going on in this space that we could cover and continue to be a little bit smarter um, as investors. I mean, eventually you tune in every week to a financial podcast network so that you can be smarter with your investments and if it so happened, this is something that you're looking at, the crypto space, Web3, Metaverse, all these kind of stuff then that is where we're trying to cover but not from the angle of like this is good that is bad but really trying to see it from like what is happening how is it developing and I hope you find this useful and interesting right so if you want to continue to get more coverage around the crypto space check out blockhead.co and then we will see you next week